Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. TFA fam, what is going on? Welcome into the wild card rankings for running backs for your NFL playoff fantasy challenges, however you're setting them up. It is Cody and Kev coming at you. We already covered quarterback, already covered tight end. Tonight, like I said, we're going to get into running back. If you were watching this, before we dive into it real quick, NFL playoff challenge, if you want in, the winner of that challenge is going to get an autographed Miles Sanders jersey. If you want your shot, we only have like 10 people in it right now. We have 1,000 subscribers. There's only 10 of you in there. Really good odds for a free, no strings attached, Miles Sanders autographed jersey. So if you want in, hit us up in the email at the bottom, the Fantasy Authority one at Gmail. That's the easiest way, most simple for all of us involved. If you need to be difficult, you can hit us up on social media if you would like to do it that way. But email is the, the quickest and easiest way. So again, you have a 1 in 10 shot as of right now of getting a Miles Sanders jersey for literally playing a playoff challenge. So hit us up. We'll get that to you. It's on NFL.com, and you'll find all the, the rules and the setups and all that over there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. Please do not let Caver myself win this. Don't do it. Jump in. Beat us. Please. I, I don't want to hold on to this. We, we were stressing for so long to get these autographed jerseys. Now we have them. We, we can't give them away to you guys. What are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? All right. Let's jump into it, Kev. Let's talk about the running back rankings for the wild card weekend. I know we have uh, some some similar thoughts here. I know we have some guys that we both want to touch on. I'll touch on these guys real quick. We both have the same top two with Henry and Kamara. Then you have Dobbins, Chubb, JT, David Montgomery, Cam Akers, Chris Carson, Ronald Jones, Antonio Gibson, Kareem Hunt, and James Conner for your top 12. After my top two, uh, Jonathan Taylor, J.K. Dobbins, Nick Chubb, Monty at six for me as well. Chris Carson, Antonio Gibson, Cam Akers, Rojo, Connor, and J.D. McKissick rounding things out in the top 12. I just wanted to touch on uh, J.T. and Dobbins really quickly. Both of these guys are, are super close. The reason why I have J.T. a little bit higher is because I uh, his matchup definitely isn't as good as Dobbins, but... It wouldn't surprise me in the least to see Jonathan Taylor double up the opportunities that Dobbins is going to see. You know, Dobbins obviously been making the most of his opportunities, especially over the last couple of weeks. He's been he's been playing really well, but JT has just been on an absolute heater over the last five weeks. He's second in the NFL uh, in rushing yards, only behind uh, Derrick Henry. So I like JT a lot, and I think if Indy wants to win this game. They're going to need to rely on the running game, keep Josh Allen and that offense off the field as much as they can. I really don't think they want to get into a shootout with the Bills. So, like I said, that's why I have JT just slightly ahead. And then Dobbins, pretty simple. Like I said, he's been he's been tearing it up over the past couple of weeks as well. 
that Titans defense that we've been talking about has just been absolutely trash all year, giving up the 12th most rushing yards to running backs on the year, and they're giving up the seventh most over the last three weeks. So I really like Dobbins here. And then honestly, man, I don't know how you feel about the rest of these guys, but honestly, once you get past like Chubb, really, like I'm not too interested in any of these guys. Like Montgomery's hanging out at six, just based on volume alone. Kind of same thing with Chris Carson. You know, obviously I have both Washington running backs here in my top 12. I just don't think they're going to be able to afford to take either of those guys off the field. Hopefully we see more two running back sets out of them. And like I said, it's just it's volume after that. With with Akers, he got all the work that he could handle last week. Didn't get it done on the ground, but performed pretty well through the air. I think had like over 50 receiving yards. James Conner, um, I think we're both on the same page. We think that the Steelers are going to control this game. So maybe just game script, although the Steelers run game has just been putrid all year, more or less. So I'm not not too high on Conner this week uh obviously you aren't either and then mckissick especially if you're playing in a full ppr league it wouldn't surprise me to see mckissick second in targets on this team behind you know obviously either mclaurin or logan thomas especially if alex smith plays this whole game out so why don't you touch on some of these rb1s and then we'll move on to uh (laughs) i guess some of the rb2s uh that it's 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 gross over there so Let's touch on these, and then we'll jump over there and wrap it up. Yeah, first I just want to hit on a couple of the guys that you already mentioned really quickly. I think what worries me a little bit about guys like J.K. Dobbins and Jonathan Taylor, um, listen, one, with J.K. Dobbins, like he's kind of touchdown dependent because he's just not getting the opportunities as a, a true workhorse back. Um now, there are some things to like, but I mean, so right now, the Ravens have the highest uh, implied point total with 29.25 on this slate of games. They are also three and a half point road favorites against the Titans. Well, I think this sets up as a great matchup against the Titans defense. Like I said, it's hard to really ignore the boom bust nature that is J.K. Dobbins. He has only eclipsed uh, 14 carries three times all season and only has one reception since week 11. So he's just not being utilized in the passing game either. So that does concern me a little bit. You know, he's I think he scored a touchdown now in six straight games as well. But no matter, I mean, I think Dobbins will have to win with his efficiency because he's currently right now third in yards per yards created per touch, 11th in yards created, 18th in evaded tackles, fourth in breakaway run rate, and first in true yards per carry. And not to mention the Titans defense has allowed the seventh most fantasy points to the position, 11th most rushing yards, sixth most touchdowns, and the third most receiving touchdowns on the season. So obviously it's a great matchup. But if he does not find the end zone, that would be my one concern with, with, with playing J.K. Dobbins. I think he's a little bit more boom or bust because if he doesn't find the end zone and he really has no receiving role whatsoever, and that's always my worry with playing Derrick Henry is – you know, with Derrick Henry, if they if he gets game scripted out and they have to force to throw the ball, like I think that is a problem. And you, we have to talk about it with J.K. Dobbins as well. As good as the matchup is for him, like I, that is something that I think people should be taking into consideration with J.K. Dobbins. And if you feel like that in whatever league you're playing in, if he could be kind of chalky per se, then I think maybe going a different direction and hoping that he doesn't score a touchdown because as long as he doesn't, then I think J.K. Dobbins just isn't worth the price. So, or you know, of playing him. 
So, and then with Jonathan Taylor, it's kind of the same thing for me. I think this is a game where they are seven and a half point underdogs, uh, you know, against the Bills. And that's a problem for Jonathan Taylor because I think if that happens, if they fall behind, he's not going to get that true workhorse back role that we've been seeing from him because they have been playing with the lead. Since week 11, though, you look at Jonathan Taylor, that's when he's kind of broken out, right? Prior to that, he was like wide or running back 22. Since that point, he's basically been like a top five back where he's rushed for 741 yards which is second most in the NFL, seven rushing touchdowns, third most, and average 6.2 yards per carry. And he's finished the season with almost 1,200 uh, 1200 yards, 11 touchdowns. There's a lot to like there with Jonathan Taylor, and he's going to be somebody that, that is super hot, and a lot of people are going to want to play in this matchup. And let's face it, Buffalo hasn't been great against running backs either. They've allowed the 13th most fantasy points position, eighth most touchdowns, 14th most rushing yards. Uh, but my, like I said, my main concern is, is they fall behind, and the Colts are seven-point dogs on the road. Like, that's a problem for Jonathan Taylor. And I don't think he's going to – and that's where you probably see a lot more Naheem Hines – uh, usage here if that happens and without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies count on real-time product availability and fast delivery call click com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done. The the bill the Bills are a team that they're not going to let off of the gas. They don't they, they're not a team that gets up. Like they throw the ball at the highest clip among all these teams that are remaining in the playoffs. They throw it 62% of the time whether they're ahead or behind. So they're not going to let off the gas here and just and just all of a sudden start running the ball and stuff like that. So I think those are concerns I think people should be keeping in the back of their mind with guys like Jonathan Taylor and JK Dobbins for this week. Now, with Nick Chubb, I love Nick Chubb this week, and I think he's going to go underrated here in this matchup against the Steelers because people are going to continue to look at the Steelers and think that the Steelers are still a great run defense, and they just haven't been. I don't think in your leagues where you're playing, if you can all play the same lineup, I don't think as many people are going to be playing Nick Chubb as they're going to be playing probably Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, and I think it's a way to get a little bit different with him. Over the last four weeks, they've allowed 147 rushing yards per game, You know, and we just saw this matchup last week where Chubb rushed 14 times for 108 yards and a touchdown. On the season, Nick Chubb has been fucking dominant this year. In just 12 games, he's rushed for nearly 1,100 yards and 12 touchdowns, and he's finished. He's first in yards created per touch, third in yards created. He's also averaged a, a, a crazy 6.1 yards per carry against at least eight men to, uh, in the box. So, like, does it matter what teams do? Teams are going to try to shut him down, and they just can't. Like, Nick Chubb is a fucking god. Right, like the, like the dude's a monster, and he's done it on limited opportunities. He's not a guy that goes out there and gets 60, 70, 80% of the snaps. He goes out there and plays usually 50, 55% of the snaps because Kareem Hunt also gets opportunity. So I love Nick Chubb in this matchup against Pittsburgh, and you can definitely count on some goal line opportunities as well. He has scored, a, uh, I think, a touchdown in like five or six straight weeks as well. So I like Nick Chubb. I think is it a way to get a little bit different. David Montgomery, initially when I first started thinking about him, I actually think I could actually have him a little higher, maybe ahead of Jonathan Taylor here because of – the Saints have really started to struggle a little bit against the run as well. Some of it's been because of how aggressive they are and they they shoot the gaps and, and their teams are able to get by them. But if you look over the last four weeks, they've also struggled against the run. We saw now some of that is the, the Philly game where Jalen Hurts also rushed for 100 yards against them. But we saw the Chiefs rack up a bunch of rushing yards against them and their team that hasn't really been able to do that. You look, uh, 
the the Vikings game. They get they allowed almost 100 yards rushing in that game, and the only reason they probably didn't uh, really get there was because of how they, they, the Vikings trailed in that game and had to play keep up the entire time, so they weren't able to run the ball as much as they wanted to. So they have struggled a little bit against the run in recent weeks. So I do think with David Montgomery's usage and the fact that this guy is getting – 20 to 25 touches just about every game and his heavy usage in the passing game. I think you could, you could make a case for him over Jonathan Taylor and over at JK Dobbins because how, how much he's utilized as, as an every down back while the, the matchup still is not great because the saints have still, I, I still bet more often than not the Saints rush defense is pretty good, but his usage in the passing game is something that I think stands out to me. The other guys cam makers. I have him at seven. Like I was surprised that they gave him twenty to over twenty touches last week in a game. Now he wasn't efficient with them. I think he only had thirty-four total yards on twenty touches. Obviously, that's terrible. But if they can get Jared Goff back in this game, Seattle is is a team that you could run the football against. So with that usage, I think you know you could be looking at a guy like Cam Akers. I really want to love Chris Carson here, but they continue to want to utilize other backs. He's not seeing a major workhorse role. He is utilizing the passing game. I think he's like fourth in targets over the last four games. So I don't mind Chris Carson. Other than that, the other guys, I know Ronald Jones going against the uh, going against the uh, the Washington football team. I just can't do it. Antonio Gibson has looked impressive, continues to play well coming off that that toe injury that he had. But regardless, this is a terrible matchup against the Bucs. And then, like you mentioned with James Conner, the dude just doesn't get any vol- involvement whatsoever in this backfield. You know, even though he's playing a lot of snaps, like his his path to really being relevant here is going to be utilizing the passing game because over the last two games that he's played, week 16 and week 17, I mean, five touches or five carries. And then week 17, he had nine carries in those two games. Now, those were two games that they were trailing. But regardless of that, he is being utilized as a pass catcher. He's seen 13 targets over the last two games, 10 receptions, 65 yards each from those games. So if he can find the end zone, maybe he's a guy that you could look at. But I just think it's too volatile of an option for to go to James Conner. I just think there's so many better options here. At that, you know, at these top twelve running backs, you like in most leagues, you're probably not going to. If you're in a league where you're actually like drafting a team for the entire playoffs, maybe you could get down to some of these guys. But outside of Naheem Hines, like I do think Naheem Hines and probably JD McKissick both are kind of sneaky guys here in, in these both these matchups, just because of their pass catching roles here, and they're both guys that could end up seeing much more volume than what we were expecting because of the roles in the passing game. But past that, like I don't think you can realistically rely on them for this week and somebody that you really want to be rostering in a league where if everybody's allowed to draft the same guys. Now, if you're not, then I think it's a little bit different. That's like Devin Singletary and Zach Moss for the Bills. I'm just not playing them. The, the Colts continue to be uh, an elite run defense on this on this season. I think they they've only over the last four weeks they've allowed like 56 rushing yards per game or something ridiculous like that. So I'm not playing either one of those guys. Like I mentioned, they, the the Bills are a team that wants to throw the ball. So the rest of these guys, like you just there's there's nothing there. You know, like I said, if you're in a league where you're drafting, maybe. But other than that, that's all I can do. Yeah, I, I now that I'm looking at my list, I should probably have Latavius Murray up over Singletary. And outside of that, like once you get past. Hines, Hunt, Edwards, and Latavius Murray for me. There's really no reason to to drop down to any of those guys. Like you said, unless you're drafting a team and you can't use the same players. Other than that, I really don't think there's much to talk about here with the uh, with the RB twos. You basically have it the the same on your side as I do mine, or at least you could basically just take these names, put them in a hat, jumble them up, and uh, you know if, if you have to play them, cross your fingers. Best of luck to you. That's that's really all we have to touch on with the RB2. So 
As we wrap this up again, do not forget. First of all, hit that subscribe and like button if you uh, if you are new to the channel. First of all, welcome. Thank you. Second of all, email us to fantasyauthority1 at gmail.com. We're doing the playoff challenge. There is a jersey on the line. Only 10 of you in there, over 1,000 subscribers. Don't, don't make this easy on whoever wins it. Jump in. Let's get some competition going. Let's get let's uh, let, let's have some fun with it. So until next time, we'll talk to you guys soon. Good luck this weekend. Any questions, drop them in the comments and we'll be happy to help you out. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call click or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done